The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Hotter Than Health, episode 30, if you can believe it. I'm Eliza, the creator of Hotter Than Health. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you will by the end of this episode. But just before we get started, we've got an awesome episode today. I'm really excited about it, actually. We're going to be talking about um, vegetables that are in season, as well as some best practices that you can be implementing right now, today, to make sure that you are feeling comfortable and confident and your strongest and your leanest and meanest before um, summer. And that is happening in like a month which is terrifying. And if you're in Charleston, then it's basically already summer. Um, So before we go on, just wanted to say thank you for everyone who has continued to listen and written reviews and rated the podcast. If you have not already rated and reviewed the podcast, please go on to iTunes, leave a review, um, leave us five stars, whatever you want to do. It definitely helps with the SEO, helps us share and promote and all that great stuff. So Yeah, so whatever device you're listening to this on, whether it be your computer at work and your ear pods on your phone, that kind of thing, would love for you to take a screenshot or share it. There's a really simple share button. If you're on SoundCloud, you can just click, uh, it's a little box with an arrow on the top and it just clicks, it's share. And if you're, oh, excuse me, if you're on Facebook, you can do the same exact thing. Share it with anyone who you think would like it, Um, anyone who eats vegetables or thinks about eating vegetables or wants to feel lean or wants to beat bloat or wants to poop more or, um, oh my God, I always completely forget about that. But um, either way, just wanted to say thank you for everyone who listens. That is awesome. And I'm done blabbering now. We will get on to it. So um, just total disclosure here. I don't know what the deal is today. I've been having just the most up and down week. And I guess, I guess like the past month I've had like some really high highs and I don't mean crazy things have happened necessarily, but just my days have either been really amazing or my moments have been really amazing or they've been really just dark and deep and I can't quite figure it out. And I I have talked about it before. I love my therapist. I haven't seen her in a little while, but maybe I just, maybe I should go see her. But, um, you know, I definitely, I've been talking to more people. I've been sharing and open and vulnerable, which I think is good. And maybe, maybe this is just me recovering. Maybe it's just the change of seasons. I don't know what it is, but it's either like I feel really amazing and I'm so grateful and I look around and I'm like, holy shit, this is where I live. This is so beautiful. Um, and I try and really remember the times that I feel like that in the times that I feel like this, which is just down. And I don't want to say the word depressing lightly because I know that it's something, it's a real, it's a real thing. I'm not depressed, but I do feel like just really heavy and I, I was just telling my sister, I was like, I can't get happy. I don't get it. But, um, 
I I don't know what's going on. So if I don't sound as <coughs> excuse me as like on it today, maybe that's why I'm I'm working on it. So if anyone else has had those weeks where it's been um, like really high highs, really low lows, then let me know and. Um, you know, self-care is definitely being implemented. My sleep has been better. My workouts have been better. Um, from afar, everything looks like I totally have my shit together, but just in my brain, it's not, um, I'm also still a little congested, but in my brain, I'm just like, can't get there. And I'm just like very, ugh, I, I can't get happy about anything and working on it. So just so you all know, like nothing's always perfect and it is okay to have these up and down months and days or weeks, years. Anyways, um, again, tangent. I'm so good at those. So the first thing I wanted to talk about today and um, it's, you know, I don't want anyone to get too absorbed in the way they look in a bikini because every body is different. Every body is beautiful. Every inch of skin, every stretch mark, every ingrown hair, everything like that. Every time we, um, you know, it comes around to this time of year, everyone's like beach body, beach body, beach body, which is great. You know, you want to feel your best. You want to feel confident, but genuinely that's going to, that's going to come from within. And I do think that we feel our best when we're consistent. We're in a bit of a routine. We're um, challenging our bodies and our diets more than we have been before. And I think that that is what gives us confidence is, is when we really set these little goals for ourselves and we, we make these little promises to ourselves and we keep them. And I think that's really where confidence comes from internally. Um, and I think that the more confident you are with how you treat yourself and how you act on a day-to-day basis to um, your body, your mind, uh, to people around you, I think that that ends up giving you more confidence. So um, just it's always going to come from there. But if you are looking to kind of up your workout routine and really um, hit the ground running for the next few weeks. I don't recommend like crash dieting. Nobody needs to be going on a 12 day juice cleanse. You know, this is a good time though, um, to start rearranging the way that you're eating foods, definitely practicing proper food combining. You can check out those, um, episodes that I have. They're based on better digestion, less bloating, um, just combining different foods with each other so that you're not weighted down and you're not exhausted by, you know, exerting too much information or energy with, uh, digestion. And we won't go into that, but I do have some podcasts and, um, they're within the first 10, at least for sure. Um, there's a ton of information. You can just look on the previous podcast. They just are called proper food combining. And, um, so we want to be focusing on that as well as implementing maybe more smoothies, maybe more light soups into our diets, because one, those are easier to digest. It will help us bloat less. It will also pack in a ton of nutrients. Um, and it's also getting to be that time of year when it might be a little bit warmer and we're okay with drinking smoothies. We still might want to keep them around that room temperature so that we're not uh, we're not getting too cold. I know that some places like New York, Chicago, it's still, it's still chilly. But we are getting closer to that time of year when we can be drinking more smoothies, eating outside, walking around, that kind of thing, craving those fresher foods, those raw cruciferous vegetables, which are so good for your gut. And, um, also just kind of upping the workout regimen. And what I mean by this is it's, it's not a bad time to practice a little bit more resistance training. And I say this for a couple of reasons. And I, when I was living in Arizona, I was super, super, um, regimented about my weightlifting routine. It was, uh, five to six days per week, 
high intensity interval training, a little bit of cardio. So it was typically just like sprints. And then I would mix up my cardio with jump roping and with sled pushes in the gym or with um, the Stairmaster and doing different types of workouts on the Stairmaster. That was my cardio. And then my weight training would be um, you know, two to three heavier leg days. That's just because I, I prefer it. I, I like having, you know, muscular legs, not muscular, but I like having more definition and tone in my legs. And then I would have one or two upper body, full body based days, just because that's, that's the way I liked it. And, um, I find that compound movements like squats and deadlifts and, um, leg press, things like that were beneficial for my metabolism. They helped me gain a little bit more booty strength. I noticed my butt grew a lot, but like up and out, not just round. It was awesome. And I would also implement hot yoga into my routine probably once a week in Arizona, which I know sounds crazy. I would literally walk outside of hot yoga. (coughs) Excuse me. I would walk into hot yoga. It'd be you know, 100 degrees in the hot yoga room, and we'd be dying. We'd do a little sculpt class, and everyone in there was amazing. They would walk on your feet. There were always professional athletes when they're in there, which is really cool. So if you are a guy and you're like, oh, no, can't get my mind into yoga, get in a fucking yoga room. You are just scared. And I'm telling you, like, I know that you may, maybe won't be able to touch your toes right now, but if you get into the yoga room, your sciatic nerve will thank you, your IT band, your hip flexors, your psoas, every little bit of your body will thank you, knees, elbows, shoulders, anything that cracks, well, thank you. Um, So I always would uh, add in a little bit of hot yoga. Even though it was really, really hot, I've always been really good about staying hydrated. So I would go into hot yoga, love it, and then I would leave there, go get like a juice, and that would be my Sunday. So I always had my Sundays pretty free. Um, I would go in with my sister, have a hot yoga class, and that really does help wring out any type of water retention that you may be experiencing but I do only recommend that if you are better at drinking drinking your water. If you're eating hydrating foods like cucumbers or uh, fresh salads, things like that, if you are implementing more water into your life, I do think that hot yoga is something that would be crucial for you, um, especially to beat a little bit of bloat. I, I genuinely believe that like my body felt stronger. That's how I learned how to do a tricep push-up. Um, if you are able to implement hot yoga once or twice a week. If you're in Charleston, come to Hilo Fitness. It's insane. It's the best hot yoga I've ever done. I did half of a high class this morning, like a third of a high class this morning to get in some cardio. And then I went in and did a slow flow yoga class in the heat just to sweat it out, just to kind of start the week that way. (coughs) My throat, guys, it sounds like I've got like a little weasel in my throat and it can't quite fix it. Y'all, I'm just collapsing here beneath myself and I'm sitting on the floor, thank God. But so I do recommend adding a little bit more resistance training into your schedule. And again, I say this because it is more efficient. So if you're looking to burn a little bit more fat, then you need to be increasing your muscle mass a little bit around your body that will naturally burn fat. So if you have not started to implement any kind of weight training into your routine, if you're more of a cardio person, if you're more of just like a, um, 
I like to go for runs. I like to go outside. That's amazing. But if you're serious about your workout routine, then either get some weights at home and implement like three sets of 10 squats per day, holding um, maybe 10, 15, 20 pounds. Either start with that and then increase a little bit every day. Um, I know my roommate, she's like, yeah, I, you know, she runs three miles every single day and she wanted to mix things up a little bit. You know, it's summertime. I shouldn't really talk about her goals. I think she was just getting like, she's just mixing up her routine a little bit, but she was doing like a couple minutes of jump roping afterwards to get her heart rate up to a different level than it was when she was running. She was also doing push-ups out in the backyard, which activates different types of muscle groups than you're using when you're running. Um, so we want to be mixing up our muscle groups. We want to be challenging multiple muscle groups at a time. So I just highly recommend look up some YouTube videos on how to do a proper deadlift experiment with those in the gyms, experiment with, um, different weights and don't be scared to work your back. Don't be scared to work your shoulders. Um, if you are only going to add that in one or two days per week, then I highly recommend doing a heavy leg day, heavy leg day. That's relative to everyone. So, um, adding in weights to your leg days, doing some squats, some walking lunges, you can get on the leg press machine, the leg extension machine. Um, definitely adding in, even just if it's 10 to 15 minutes uh, of that leg day, it's going to change your life. Um, when you work your legs, you're boosting your testosterone, which boosts your metabolism, which helps you gain a little bit more muscle, which burns fat. So you may be feeling stronger, but you'll also be like kind of shrinking and not shrinking, not atrophying, but you'll be getting that smaller, more toned look. So if you're trying to shed that fat, you need to be using your natural muscle to do so. Um, and then again, if you're doing legs that one day, cardio, cardio, and then on the fourth day, you're doing maybe an upper body and an ab workout. So some things you could be doing are, um, you know, you could get on the BOSU ball and do some sit-ups, or you could get onto like the hanging leg lifts. Those are amazing for your working your entire abdominal muscle. You could do things like holding a plank. Those are insane. If you could just hold a plank every single day for one minute, increase by five seconds every single day. It's incredible. It works your core. It works your shoulders. It works your, um, it works your back. You know, you want to be engaging a lot of different muscle groups so that you're burning lots of different calories, not different calories. You're burning lots of calories at a time. So add in a little bit more resistance training. It will, um, it, it tightens you. It firms you. It helps with bone density, it helps your metabolism. And if you're more of a cardio person, then no offense, I love cardio, I do, but I do think that it is more important to make sure that we are mixing it up so that we're confusing our body. Um, it's the same thing, like if you eat the exact same thing every single day for a year, you're gonna start to plateau. So mixing things up is going to be the most efficient way to start shedding some of that body fat, as well as, um, making sure that your diet is on point. And I don't mean perfect. It's okay. But, you know, switching from beer to maybe a tequila water or drink like a truly, or if you are going to have a beer, make sure that maybe it is a lighter beer. And I know it's not ideal still. There's still like a bunch of gluten in there and a lot of, uh, a lot of ciders that don't have gluten. They still do have a lot of sugar. I know that they're coming out with a lot of different ciders right now that are, better quality, less sugar. So if you can find some of those, that would be great. Um, if you're in Charleston, you know, it is already a little bit warm, get a double water with tequila and extra lime and extra lemon. Don't put the lemons in there because that's nasty. We don't know what's going on those lemons throughout their, you know, their life. Um, 
that's what I would recommend doing, adding in a ton more water because if you're not staying hydrated and you're sweating, then that's when you're going to start to bloat. You might get like that lean feeling of being dehydrated immediately right afterwards. But if you're not staying hydrated, then your body is going to retain that water and be in protection mode and you'll start to swell. And that means as soon as you have that sip of water, your body is just going to bloat right up. So stay stay consistent with your water. I know that one of my friends, she just got our other friend who struggles with drinking water throughout the day. She got her like a, a reminder jug and it has where the water level should be at what time of day. And granted, I think it should be even more than that. I'm like a freak about water. But again, if you're one of those people that's just like, oh my God, I forgot to drink water all day. I don't get it. But if you're one of those people that just forgets to drink water throughout the day, you need to set a fucking reminder on your computer. Set a reminder in your email. I have a boomerang email on here that sends out an email every like two you know, it'll go out to clients and I don't have to even like think about it. I just make sure that it goes out to them at a certain time. You can set that for yourself every single day at, you know, 10 a.m., 1 1 p.m. and then 4 p.m. before you go home. Make sure that you're drinking, like chugging a 32 ounce of water at that time. Um, So that's my rant about water and hydration and mixing it up. Because again, if you're wanting to actually be serious about being lean and leaning up for the summer, then you need to be staying hydrated so that you can, you know, it, it'll help with absorption of nutrients. It will blah, 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 blah. Anyways, so next topic. We are going to be talking about different types of vegetables and fruits that are in season right now. And the reason why it's so important to shop in season is be, for a few different reasons. One, those types of fruits and vegetables are going to be more abundant, so a little bit more easily accessible. Uh, they'll be more affordable because they're not going to have to be shipped from Um, like if we're in Charleston right now, you don't have to go get like California lemons or California strawberries or, um, kiwis from Mexico or uh, these are just dumb examples. I don't know what I'm talking about, but they're going to be a little bit more accessible because if they're in season, they'll be closer by in local farms, local farmers markets. They won't have traveled as far. They also typically don't have as many pesticides on them. Um, So if you are shopping in season, the nutrient density is going to be a little higher as well. So here are some things that you can be looking for um, for the next few weeks, and then we'll go into a summer shopping list. So right now, um, some fruits such as strawberries, you know, like big, fat, beautiful red strawberries right now, they're, they're like candy. They're so sweet right now. That's great. Um, and then also things like uh, apricots. They're always great, especially for kids or if you're traveling, just make sure you're drinking a bunch of water because they are a little bit more calorically dense, especially if you dry them out. But apricots in themselves are awesome. They kind of have that plummy flavor, um, a really fleshy skin. They're delicious, super high in vitamin C. They're great. And then vegetables, you could do maybe a um, roasted beet chopped asparagus salad with, if you're a, a cheese person, you could do a little bit of goat cheese, some pumpkin seeds, and arugula. So arugula, asparagus, beets, broccoli, celery, kale, my favorite, Um, radishes are super beautiful, squash, snow peas, zucchini. Um, I just created this salad. So if you want to write this down, it's going to change your life. So it is, um, a couple, it's like one fourth cup of zucchini chopped up. It is two bulbs of bok choy that are sauteed just in a little bit of water, just steamed. Then it is sliced beets, that have been roasted. I get mine from Trader Joe's because they're already pre-cooked and then I don't stain everything in my kitchen. 
And then it is purple cabbage over a bed of either arugula or spinach. And then I'll do like a really thick balsamic drizzle over it with some pumpkin seeds. And if I'm feeling a little crazy, then I'll do some hemp seeds or um, then I'll do some nutritional yeast on top of it. And oh, oh, and broccoli that's steamed. It is the most beautiful, amazing, bright salad. And I was just telling my friend the other day, like if you are not feeling vivacious, if you are not feeling like you're giving life and that you are at your highest vibration and you can look at your foods and see that you're just eating maybe um, like rice or fried foods or things that are like a little bit less dense, like maybe more brown foods than anything, try and up the vibrance in your food. So things like beets and asparagus and Ooh, excuse me, and strawberries and that broccoli, they are so bright and that brightness is their nutrients just shining through. So that salad that you just heard me name off, um, you saute all of those large ingredients and then you serve it over a bed of spinach. There's tons of protein in it. If you want to add a little bit of tofu, that's fine. If you want to add in some hemp seeds for protein, that's what I do. Um, so I highly recommend doing that. You're getting a shit ton of phytonutrients, super high in antioxidants, hella high in fiber, lots of vitamin C, lots of vitamin D. They're low carb vegetables. So you're going to be extremely full, but you're going to be so satisfied, but not weighed down. Um, you're eating that vi- just that vitality. And you can find probably 99% of those things at your local farmer's markets. I know that bok choy is a little bit different, but I get mine at Trader Joe's and I love it so much. Um, so then when it comes to summer... So things are going to change a little bit. You're going to be looking more at your melons, which again, if you're looking at the proper food combining aspect, you need to make sure that you are doing your research on proper food combining. Listen to my podcasts on it. It's huge, huge, huge. Um, Careful with the melons. And things like blueberries, blackberries, um, lima beans, bell peppers, eggplants, there are different things like, I actually forgot that plums, I always think of plums as like sugar plums, so I think Christmas, but plums are in season. Things like squash and zucchini um, that will carry on. Those are pretty, um, I would say those are pretty versatile like throughout the throughout the calendar year. So, but either way, okay. So if we're looking at fruits, some things that you could be buying it for your local farmer's market come uh, summertime. You could do blackberries, blueberries. Um, if you're a corn person, Highly recommend everyone get cucumber. It is like 98% water. And if you just wash them off, they're incredible. You can add them anywhere. You can do like a watermelon cucumber salad. You could do a, um, you could do it in a smoothie. You could do it in a drink. You could do it in a margarita. Um, so there's things like that. There's figs, grapes. Um, I'm not even going to say honeydew. Oops, I just said it. And then peaches, pears, plums, raspberries, tomatoes, sweet potatoes, Um, I've got this whole list I'm obsessed with. So again, if you're shopping in season, you're going to get a higher nutrient density. They are picked at their ripest and um, they're more full of water. They're less likely to be GMO, which is genetically modified because they are just in season. This is when they're meant to grow. And again, they won't travel as far. So you're not getting them like six days or two weeks after they've been picked. You're getting them closer to the time that they were picked with their freshness. So that's what you need to be looking out for. Um, so you could always do like some stuffed peppers with, uh, you could hollow out a bell pepper with some lentils and you could do um, some squash and tomato and um, maybe a sweet potato in there. That would be really delicious. <coughs> Excuse me. 
And again, you could add in some of those hemp seeds for some added protein. So get excited for that. It's going to be amazing. Um, if you are in Charleston, the Marion Square Farmer's Market is going to start opening up April 13th. I'm obsessed with it. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I think there's one in West Ashley that's already started. If you don't know where your local farmer's market is, get on Google right now, find it, set a date. They're on Saturday mornings. Bring a bag, go get a coffee, get a juice, get ready to have your mind fucking blown if you haven't been before. Farmer's markets are my crack. I cannot wait. I want to get married at a farmer's market if I ever got married. Like I just love them so much. And just wanted to say thanks for everyone who listened. Um, I hope this has brought some value to you guys. If you have any questions or comments, concerns, if you are wanting to get onto a meal plan and you just don't know how to do it, I'm happy to have a consultation with you guys. Um, I had a couple this morning, got some later on in the evening. Um, they've been going really well. So again, if you or any of your friends or coworkers, loved ones, husband, wife has been talking about getting back on track, this is the time. So would love to um, hear from you guys and set you guys up with meal plans that would be helpful for you and we can shop in season. So this is Hotter Than Health episode 30. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will be back next week talking about dairy, talking about A1, A2 milk and casein and all, blah, 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 all that good stuff. So get excited. It's going to be so fun. Um, if you guys have anything that you really want to hear about, then always drop me a DM or send me an email. Would love to hear from you. So again, happy Monday. Love you guys. Mwah, mwah, mwah.